Hello, today is Monday, February 20th, 2023. Uh, happy President's Day to all, and thank you to Public Education for giving me the day off. Um, today we have episode five of the Easy Living Poker Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Titan, coming to you live from Daytona Beach Racing and Card Club here in sunny Florida. Um, this week I had talked about um, I really wasn't going to get to play much, had baseball going on, um, played a little bit of cash games online, made crumbs this week. But uh, I did play one one tournament, and it was not successful yet again. I think this is eight in a row live, so I'm on a little bit of a down run. But um, I've got the $500 single day, uh, 100K guarantee coming up on Sunday, February 26th here in Daytona. And I will be posting the results and some hands after that is complete. Um, moving forward, I want to introduce uh, Tammy. Uh, Earhart, uh, second place finisher in the Daytona 200K guarantee for 32K and change. I hope I'm correct on that, I believe. Um, And then she is a dealer, former dealer, I do know that. And then, um, so I want to introduce you. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Garen. Appreciate it. And so you are a former dealer, right? I am a former dealer. I quit about two years ago. And it was basically like, I quit dealing basically because of COVID because COVID kind of drove me to do other things. So I found other avenues to make money and mostly it was with like app games and like working for people that have app games. Very cool. So I got to do that instead. So you're doing that as well right now? I'm doing a little bit of that less than I was doing. I I stopped doing the big job in July or yeah, July of last year. And I'm doing like a little one where I'm just a pumper and I get $300 a week and then I get to keep half of whatever I win. Oh, okay. And Very it's a cool. PLO cash game. PLO cash game. Okay. Do, are, do you, are you allowed to say the I, brands? I mean, or I, I mean, like, I, is it like a Poker Bros? Or it is, is it a, um, Poker 2, the Poker okay. 2 gotcha. app. Yeah. All right. I know that a lot of people are familiar with those. I've, uh, I have one really, I had one really good uh, day on the Poker Bros app. I'll never forget. I got a first and a second in the same day playing the same tournament at the same time. So That's awesome. For 5K. So yeah. it's a pretty good deal. Um, and then where are you originally from? I'm originally from Ohio, oh, okay. like I grew up there, but I moved as soon as I could when I was oh, 18. I got you. So are you a Buckeye? I am not a Buckeye okay. fan. Okay, yes, yes. So, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you good. You must be like a Michigan fan. Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a Husker, but okay. it is one of the two. It, I, I don't know why I just can't get over uh, Ohio State sometimes. But. Right. Okay, so I've got some questions here I'm going to ask Tammy, and then she can just you can just add in whatever you feel like you'd like to, okay. and then... Um, after that, we'll get into some hand strategy segment. Uh, we got, I think, three or four hands coming up. And then we'll talk about upcoming tournaments and some other things to end off the show. But first question I got for you, so how did you get into poker? Like, have you been playing the whole time you've been dealing? Or how did this whole start for you? Okay, well, originally, like, when I was younger, I used to play Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the gateway drug to poker. Yep. So from Magic, I was playing poker. I was living with my ex, who is a back-to-back bracelet winner. His name's Brock Parker. So, but he was a big limit player. Like limit was popular because that was back in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. So do you mean back-to-back, as in back-to-back tournament, like two he, consecutive tournaments? Yes, tournament? oh two consecutive God. tournaments. He won a wow. six max no limit, and then it was like a six max Omaha. Wow. And like, there's only a couple other people that have done that. Yeah. That- so, I can't even think of... It was after I broke up with him, so maybe I was his bad uh, luck charm. I got you. So. <laughs> I want to say, like, in a weird way, like, Dan Harrington might have been weird. I think he I might think have, I think he did too. one, but that was back when you maybe had, like, Not 200 people, people out there. Yeah. yeah, so it's a little bit easier then. So. I got you. That's awesome. Um, so how did dealing come about then? Like, how did that... So that was the thing. Like, I was playing poker with him, traveling around. Like, I did well in the master classes with poker in Amsterdam. It was a limit tournament. First prize was, like, 30K. We get to the final table. I have all the chips. And somehow I get fifth because I totally got outplayed by, like, mm-hmm. Marcel Luce was in oh, the, yeah. the lineup, and my ex was in the lineup as well. Oh, wow. He finished sixth. But... Yeah, I was playing poker. I moved down here with my sister and her fiance, and they were like, I was looking for a job. I was waitressing, and they were like, why don't you try the poker room? So I kept putting in apps and never got a call back, and then finally they were doing a class to hire new dealers because they knew they were going to change to No Limit soon. So they gave me a call finally. That's awesome. Yeah, I I remember like the very first time I played in Florida was like, I want to say... Uh, 2008, I came down for a bowl game that mm-hmm. my Cornhuskers were playing in, and they had like a $100 max or something. And it yes. like, it had just, I think, 
it was supposed to switch that year, but it hadn't yet. So, like, I sit down to this 1-2 game, and there's, like, everybody has, like, 700 to 1,000, and I'm sitting there with just 100, like, what mm-hmm. do I do? So I just kept ripping in 100 bucks every time until finally I doubled up, and then I kind of tightened up a little bit, and then just... I'll never forget, I had a guy that was about ready to leave. Like, I was up to about maybe 400 bucks, right? Nothing crazy. And he, he was, like, this really... I mean, sadly, he was a pretty bad player, and he, but he, you could tell that he was, like, so happy he won. And, like, he's racking up his chips, and... The dealer asked him, and this is where this phrase comes from, would you like to play just one more hand? Mm, sure, why not? He, he had all 400 <laughs> in his stack ready to go, like so proud. And I had pocket eights, and like the flop came like eight, four, deuce. And this guy jammed like all into me. He had eight, four. So I just stacked it. Just, he, all he did so was gross. slid Never the, play out of the rack. Oh, God, if you learn anything me, from this interview, never play out of the yeah, rack. Yeah, I mean, you will get me, stacked. It makes me sick <laughs> for him, luck. too. Like it almost, but you can't ever feel bad about your phone. You're going to try to take their money either way. But, right. All right. So, um, what do you, as far as, is this this last little run you've had, is this their biggest scores, or have you had one bigger than the 32? Oh, no, not at all. Like, I just started playing poker seriously, poker tournaments in July, oh, honestly. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so, I did So, you've never have, been a tournament player? Not or, really. really. Like, I would play, but I would just play very tight, and I wouldn't, I play very, like, ABC and by the book, and I thought yeah. that was the way to play, but I would watch my fiance a lot Tyler Denson he also has a bracelet yeah. he won a bracelet in the summer of 2021 oh did he really I didn't he know won that. An I, online played against bracelet. Him. I played a uh, deep with him in a tournament last year it was kind of funny we had the same we ended up having the same hand we showed down the same really thing. yeah and it was and a huge pot and we both had ace queen just a single pair so is that the one he finished third I think, I think he did I yeah. finished I think like 13th or something oh, I was nice. I was pretty close yeah um yeah. I think so. Yeah, if I remember right. But. So, but yeah, he won a 2K uh, online event. He's very good online. Oh, wow. He's like got a hut in his head. He's crazy. Like he can read people online better than anyone I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So I watch him a lot and I watch what he's doing. And that helps a lot because I've learned a lot about, you know, paying attention to big blinds instead of average stack. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's huge. And so like, and then I listened to a book on my way up to... Ohio to drop off my kids because we've had a trip planned for the WSOP um, summer of this last year. So it's summer 2022. We were going to go to the WSOP in Vegas. So I needed to drop off my two boys with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I listened to Excelling at No Limit Poker by Jonathan Little. Got you. I've, I've read three of his books and like he's basically put those books are now so outdated that he's like he has multiple versions of them. So yeah. I'm, I'm in the process of like listening to him again. So well, this one's like a compilation, so it's okay. not just him. It's like all these different authors, and it also talks about tells, and it talks about a lot about like everything he says. He kind of says, "You do this, but not always," and everything is very situational. And like I think that's when my game started to change is when I started like taking things more situational. Yeah. So that trip that summer was for women's tournaments. I played it in a women's tournament the day I got there. I got second. Nice. And then I played in a women's tournament the next day at the Aria and ended up getting like in the money. It was like 350 people. I got like 26 or something. Nice. Very good. And then the WSOP, I had a gigantic stack. The di- which, WSOP which women's. Oh, the women's. Is the this, ladies. It's $1,100. Are any of these buy-in. tournaments related to the, is it called LIPS? Is that what it's called? Are yeah, any some of them, okay. of them are LIPS okay. tournaments. Okay. The one at the MGM Grand was a LIPS tournament. I don't believe the Aria one was. Was. But then the WSOP event, like I had never played in a tournament where I had our blinds and yeah. I just wasn't used to it. And I kept like pushing, 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 being aggressive. And I had a massive stack and then I got like gut shotted and then I was out 30 minutes before the money. Oh, so yeah. Roller that coaster. Was kinda, yeah. yeah it was I've been there crazy. before on like literally like back to back coolers where like you have the top stack and all of a sudden you're sitting there with like 12 big blinds wondering what the hell happened. So. Yeah. Well, um, I had to I had to suck it up the next day, and I went and played a, a multi day. Made day two, uh, beginning of the payouts, I get an aces versus nines because this lady's been oh. playing with me all weekend, and she just thought I was super aggressive, mm-hmm. and she flops a nine. But oh, I would have been off to the races to win oh, that wow. one. Wow, that's crazy. I've, yeah. Yeah. So I've I've gone out to the World Series twice, and I've I've cashed two out of like I've played seven tournaments I think total or eight. Two out of eight, so that's good. not terrible. No, but that's I, good. I want my one uh, was like what thirty second, and it was like one hundred and sixty up top. Right. And it was like I got queens all in the, the blogger. Uh, I can never remember his name. He's like famous. he's got all these YouTube. I'll, I'll figure I'll it out eventually. <laughs> but um, he just snap called me with ace eight and ruined my dreams when I came. But um, so 
do you prefer uh, cash tournaments? Obviously, tournaments now. I prefer totally. tournaments. But I do, do you play, play some cash? Cash, but if I play cash, I like to play PLO. Yeah. High only. Yeah. I mean, I will play high low, but I prefer yeah. high only. I've um, my entire life, I've played uh, eight or better version one time, and it was I just randomly was just like, I'm gonna go play a horse tournament today, yeah. and I ended up bubble stone bubble oh, in the tournament, so it was crazy. Good. But I thought I knew everything about it and got uh, outplayed at the end but um so where's your favorite place in florida to play where? in florida yeah. i'd probably say here then here? yeah i like it here i mean as far as room though do you have any that are like amenities you like more than the other ones like i like jacksonville because yeah. i like the sushi i think that's yeah. like the perfect pro- poker meal when you're playing yeah. poker i agree with you or and i play a lot in the hard rock tampa mm-hmm. so but yeah. other than that i haven't really played anywhere else do you um, go down south to the other Hard Rock at all? I've never been there. Never been there? I have to I've go. I've been there a couple times. It's awesome. I made the entire drive down there to get one outed for my tournament, <laughs> so it was so great. great. No. Yeah, nice. um, so I have great fond memories of that place. But yeah. um, no, it was it's a it's unbelievable. That place down there reminds me of, like, because since you've been to the World Series, you know how that is. It's the closest thing. Like, when their big series is going on, it's you walk in, and all you see is just tables for, yeah. for miles, it seems. Um, all right, so I talked to you about this before we got going. So... Would you like to elaborate on this? How is it different playing your tournament strategy as a woman compared to being a man? Like, what do you see differently? I'm going to let you have Okay. I, I think it is an advantage to be a woman and be playing poker against people because I feel like a lot of men have preconceived notions of how you're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. I play pretty aggressive. Um, so men just expect the aggression. Like, they just assume I have it a lot of times even though I am aggressive, like every hand, they just never catch on. They're like, oh, she's a woman, she has it. Or I also feel like I get more information than a typical man would get. Like, I feel like people are gonna show me their hands more often. I see it all the time. Like they'll show me, they'll bet against me. And I, I ponder for a while and then I make the lay down and I'm like sitting there wondering, were they bluffing me? But luckily I get a show because I'm a female. I feel like a a man wouldn't normally get. Yeah, where you wanna see like, gosh, I wish I could see that. And the hand coming up that I'm gonna talk to you about is the same scenario, so. Yeah. You probably would have probably shown you if it was in your your spot. Um, uh, Now that you've, so you said you started in July? Yeah. How many, so. Let's list off the major scores. <laughs> so, okay. so really, it's, my it's, major scores didn't really even start until, I guess, well, I had the big one for like 65. I guess you can say that's kind of major for like a $300 buy-in. Yeah. But then um, I played it in the women's event in at the Win. It was the biggest women's event I think they've ever had for a WPT event. Uh-huh. It was 578 people. I ended up finishing 10th for 10K, like 11,000 11, almost. But mm-hmm. then I came back home and played in a $200 buy-in in um, St. Augustine, the first tournament that they've had there. And I chopped three ways for first for 18,000. And then the, recently the Daytona one where I won yeah. the 32,000. So you're just but, gonna tear right now. Well, my goal, like I kind of made this my goal probably the end of December and like for the new year, I was like, mm-hmm. I really want to get my Hinden mob to 100,000. There you go. There you go. Well, awesome. I have one score that's not posted on there yet, but as of today, I'm fifteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred away so from that. So this goal. Sunday, just take care of yes, that. Yeah, I need. That's the thing that I've um I've so in all my poker playing, like here for example, I've always kept track of my like winning, yearly winnings and stuff, but some of my biggest winnings here they don't ever they never they put them on them. there. So like I don't ever. Oh. So I do feel actually. I don't really care. I know it's like an ego thing for, and I'm not saying it's for you, but like some people are like, oh, trash if you don't have X amount of dollars in winnings. And it's like, it's actually sometimes beneficial better. when you get to a final table and you can exploit people because they think, you know, they just, they, they uh, don't take you as seriously. So yes. it, it works out sometimes. 100%. Um, and that's perfect uh, segment to short-term, long-term goals. So your short-term was to get to 100K? To 100K. I'm and then what's your, is your long-term like bracelet? I don't know if I have a long-term, honestly. I was thinking about this because I saw the question and I was like, what is my long-term goal mm-hmm. in poker? Like, I'd like to be respected. I'd like for people to look at me and say, she's a good poker player, she's not just getting lucky because I've had a lot of people come up to me and be like, must be nice to play poker when you get aces and kings and oh, queens yeah, all the time. Yeah. They don't have any but realization <laughs> that... Um, I'm like, but I keep doing it. Like, you don't understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the funniest thing is you can think, you know to yourself that this, especially if somebody you play with, like, yeah, yeah. I've actually stolen your blinds, like, <laughs> yes. you know, 26 times in the last three turns. Yes. No. But, I mean, 
or like three bet somebody light in position and just know that you can take it every time from them because they yeah. believe you like that type of, especially is important when you have like you were saying like you need every situation is a little different because you know your strategies and your tendencies against that other people will give you maybe credit or whatnot but then you can know in a segment like i know that you'll be able to be smart enough to realize okay this person isn't going to believe me now or no. this isn't the good time to pull off this play or it's the perfect time so yeah um, i play timing a lot like timing is very important i don't think people use this either like they'll just keep pushing regardless just based on their cards and like there's sometimes where i make folds pre-flop that probably people wouldn't fold yeah. but just because of the previous hands before there are i'm the same there are certain situations i i have in my past like way past like eight to ten years ago I look back and I was like just super hardcore knit, but like now I have, I call myself a momentary knit. Like once in a while I feel like I am, but there's certain scenarios where if you make a lay down and you, if anybody else knew that, you don't want them to know that. Right. But it ends up being right very often. So it's just, it feels good when that happens to yes. like know that you made the right decision. How do you handle your, um, like we'll segment in the next part, uh, bankroll management? How do you, I talked about it in a previous podcast about like, and I know a lot of poker players separate funds like into different streams and yes. stuff like that. And that's what I do. Like I have bills and everything on one side and then I have just my poker phone money over here. Do you do the same or do you? Yes, I do yeah. something very similar, but it is all very new to me. Like mm -hmm. in the beginning I was staked by Tyler for a while, yeah. but I quit that around um, September. Mm -hmm. I stopped being staked by him. So I would do like a 60, 40 stake with him and then I didn't have a lot of risk. But then I started doing so well in the app games as well as the tournaments. Like, I came mm -hmm. back from Vegas and then started just, like, winning these little ones here and there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, maybe it's just time to go on my own. So I've been on my own for a little while now. Nice. But it is nice to have, like, money separate. And then you never stress. Like, I know the number one rule of poker is, like, never play with money you can't lose because you're never going to win. Like, you just aren't. Correct. Like, there's something weird about it. I don't know what it is, but... You just never want to play with money. You can't yeah, lose. I I did that through my college years, and I just like look back and I just like, wow, what an idiot I was, you know, like, <laughs> and I still did fairly good, and you know, and yeah, I was young and experienced. That's when you can make mistakes. Yeah, and I just, but also at the same time, I'm just like I've had moments where I just get so sick to my stomach thinking about what I used to do, like as far that now it's just <laughs> like I can't go on the past. I got to move forward, but like right. yeah, I've got some crazy stories about like. I'm not going to get into it now, but, um, so I'm currently, this is, I'm currently in a, this isn't, this isn't even a major downswing. Okay. Like in the grand scheme of things, cause I can only get to play maybe one or two tournaments a month, but like, I'm like eight, I think it's eight or nine in a row now. Mm -hmm. And like online, I've basically like, I maybe made like four or 500 bucks total this year. Okay. So okay. nothing too crazy, but I've been, I'm really not playing too much cash. It's almost strictly tournaments. So how do you handle it when you're doing the opposite of what you I guess right. you don't know yet or I don't really know like honestly but um I think that I'll be okay like with the amount that I have saved mm -hmm. and everything and like I don't want to rely on poker 100% like I have been putting money away as well for other investments like mm -hmm. I recently sold a property in August and I plan on buying another property soon yeah. and I want to keep doing things like that so that I'm building myself wealth with yeah. Along with these poker winnings, I'm not just, like, playing more poker. Yeah, that could be a good goal. That's actually my wife and I have thought about that, too, is, like, we can have our first house, like, as a rental property and then be in another yeah. house. And then within just six, seven years, guns. yeah, just put all the money towards it. And, and then all of a sudden, you've got something that's bringing you 2000 bucks a month. Yes. That's, I mean, that's what a lot of people make for their, you know, money in a month. And if you have exactly. that, it makes life pretty easy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Do you ever... Um, do you think of your bankroll in terms of online bankroll and then like your live bankroll or do you all one big thing? Because I do, I sometimes do it differently. <laughs> like, okay, I've got say 2000 on here, so I'm not going to play a tournament more than like, I'm pretty conservative about it, but like 50 to 70 bucks maybe. Okay. Whereas, but if it's live, if I know that I've got more money, I can kind of like, for example, the 500, I can take a, a bigger shot. What? I kind do of do? do everything all as one because when I'm playing online, like if I'm playing a tournament, it would be like on my account and I would have money put on there and then um yeah it was basically just all as one because like I don't really separate the two like I feel like it's all just poker and it's all going to the same bank yeah. in the end yeah I agree I agree I, I think I need to think more about that along those lines it, but it just for me it's weird because if I know like say you have more money 
and then I have only like say a thousand or two thousand online, and then I go and enter a four hundred dollar online. Yeah. Then I feel like, oh man, I just dumped my whole. But well, I just have to. I mentally, it's something that I have to get over because it's just when you see that number pop up in your screen, it's just like. So it's definitely an issue for me. I've realized that I don't. I think another thing about that too is that those online tournaments, I feel like, are a lot harder. They're a lot more difficult. I maybe you don't feel the same but oh like, the, the the tournaments online like do you play on acr at all yes okay ACR ACR, I, I don't know if i'm just a complete moron when it comes to this but i feel like acr is is tremendously harder than like for example global i think is one of the softest like yeah i've had tons of ca- good caches over the last two years on there like significant money and like ACR, I think my biggest cash is like maybe three or four hundred bucks, like in the last. But I've only I've hopped back on it maybe three months or four months, so nothing too crazy. But um, right, I don't play a whole lot on there just because I know how difficult it is. Like I yeah. see Tyler do well on it, but like I've done some here and there. Like I recently had one in January for five thousand. It was yeah. like a hundred dollar buy-in, and I ended up getting second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think it's much more difficult online. I like yeah. getting all of the information. Like I like looking at people. Like yeah, yeah. I look at people before I raise. I look at everything, and mm-hmm. I like that information. Yeah, I'll put it to you this way. Like I think that the um, the ninety nine dollar Sunday tournament on Global is just it's basically like if you're playing a deep stack for that amount of money with like a the population that's in the dailies i truly feel like it's about i mean they're not to say there's not there are some good players and you know who those are because yes. you just do basic research on a few people that keep on finishing up the top and so you know you have your pros but then by and large it's i've i've cashed the amount of caches is like literally like double or triple oh, really? i mean it's insanely different so like you said i stay away from i still play acr but i, I play very low cash like super low limits and then I might fire a thirty or forty dollar tournament once in a while, but I do notice that it's yeah, it's just They're hard. it's ridiculously hard compared to the others. Um, okay, so you, since you had a history in dealing, do you yeah. have? Uh, I'm sure you do. I, and I knew I knew you before. Like I didn't realize that you had played ever. So I, I remember you dealing. And I'm pretty sure you dealt to me when I final tabled. Um, Probably. It was like 2018. You'd have been dealing, right? Yeah, yeah I'm okay. still dealing. So I'll never forget the hand you were. You had just sat down and like. I was kind of like down in the dumps and like the very first hand I had nines and the flop came like I don't know four deuce deuce and so I continued to bet and a guy raised me and another guy just cold called and I peeled one more card in the nine on the turn anyway long story short is I tripled through this guy and ended up going on the final table and I'm like yes I, and I remember that was, that was Tammy like that was yeah. so I remember I want to talk about that but um have you ever had like what's the craziest I mean, one or two stories maybe you've had. So, like, this is funny because, like, I wasn't as into poker as I am now when I was dealing. So I really wasn't even paying attention. I just looked down at the very end. I'm like, okay, you win. But (laughs) (laughs) I was so automatic from doing it for 16 years. I don't know if you remember. Like, and I could just talk to people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very good deal. Yeah. Yeah. I I never really got to know you other than I just knew you were a dealer. And, yeah. But I did deal a bad beat for 220000 So Where that was, was that? Cool. That, that was here. here? Yeah. What it year were they? The second now? biggest bad beat they've ever had. It was actually in 2010. Okay. So I was true. pregnant with my first kid. Gotcha. So that, yes. that was prior to me being... I, I moved down here at the end of 2011, so that's why. Yeah. Because I remember, the, I think when I first moved down, the, the, the property bad had bad beat, but then it just... Yeah, they stopped doing it after a while. Yeah, so, I think the last one was out when I was out on my maternity leave. I think like Vera dealt it. Oh, I did gotcha. no, I dealt another one because I dealt another one in 2012 oh, really? when I was pregnant with my second kid. But I always joke because that one was only for like eight thousand, oh, so I didn't yeah. get as big of a tip. Yeah, or, like, how much? Oh, how much did the two twenty? They they hooked oh, you I up? got eighty five hundred dollars. Oh, sweet, that's awesome. It was okay. really nice. That's good. Yeah. yeah, but he he can go to whatever college he wants, and then the other one has to just go to community college because <laughs> he ain't gonna get enough tip. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Sorry, little one. But, uh, yeah, they both have college funds, I promise. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, I remember I was speaking of that. I was in the room in Tampa when the largest one ever hit. Yeah, And it was uh, right, literally a table right behind me. Uh, a little old lady, if I remember correctly. But, um, it was like one of the limit tables, you know, and we're all mm. sitting there like trying to like get, get a, I think it was like 450 some thousand or something. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, she had a heart attack. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, so I we're gonna move on to the uh, hand strategy segment. So okay. we can go over your hand first if you'd like, or sure. it, it doesn't matter any order. And then just if you would, just like what tournament it was from, okay. and then like 
All right, yeah, so a couple weekends ago, I went and crashed my fiance's friend's bachelor party. Because nice. I play poker for a living now. So <laughs> he's like, I have a suite. You might as well come. Yeah. And I was like, okay. We had the jacuzzi suite. It was nice. But anyways, um, I played in a 250. And it was in Tampa. It was a 30K guarantee. And I had queens, middle position. Um, I ra- Oh, the big blinds at the time were 1,200. Big, okay, so 6, 12, 12? Yes, okay. 6, 12, 12. I raised to 2,500. The cutoff calls and the button calls, and the other two players fold. So the flop comes five, deuce, seven, rainbow. I down bet. I love to down bet. It's like one of my moves. It makes people think you're, like your hand got worse or like yeah, you yeah. don't have a hand. The better players you get realize it. pushed on it, yeah. it a lot. The mm-hmm. better players will realize yeah. it, but not so everyone is better. There was 8,700. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That tournament is a very good tournament, by the way. I've, yeah. That's, it's the Saturday one, right? Yeah, yeah it was on yep. Saturday. I've gone very deep in that one and punted, yeah. it, punted off like three spots worth of money before. Um, Who hasn't? So 8,700 in the pot? And yeah. You be, and that would you bet 2K or how much? I bet 2K. Okay. So I get a call call. The turn comes a 10, right? So this so, makes, and it also makes the diamond flush draw. So now yeah. there's two diamonds on the board. Mm-hmm. There's a 10, so there's like gut shots available. There's no straights out there. And so the board like at this that. point is one more time. It's five, seven, deuce, ten. It's five, deuce, seven, okay. ten. And two diamonds. Two diamonds. Okay. Yes. And do you have the queen of diamonds? I Did don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. I didn't That's write okay. down. That's okay. So, I bet seventy-four hundred or sixty-four hundred. Sorry. Okay. So. Like, and I'm just, leaving twenty-five k behind. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So I bet sixty-four hundred into the pot, and the. The cutoff folds and then the button calls. So on the river comes a deuce. So this pairs the board, but I'm not like too afraid. Like I don't really put him on any deuces. That's actually a really good card if he's slow playing some like two pair or something trying to just get you on the river. Yeah. Right. So I check and then the button bets 11,500 and I shove for my 25K and he ended up having ace 10. Oh, there you go. Awesome. So, so you yeah. got max value. I got That's 100% awesome. max value. That's amazing. But I so, thought it was a good check on the river. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't, wasn't really very good. scared. It's, I think, oh, so it was, let me think, if I, there's 15,000 in the pot on the tur- after the turn, right? Yes. Yeah. And then you bet 64, so just under half pot about? Yes. Okay. And then just a call. Yeah, You. the only really thing, it, after the diamonds come up on the turn, you're basically... You know, there might be a random straight draw. Did your opponent have you covered, or did you have them? He had me covered. So he had enough? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I tend to think that, like, I, mean, I may be totally wrong on this, but, like, if your opponent has you completely, like, say your opponent has 80K and you only have 40 going into starter hand, like, they're more likely to play those draws or backdoor possibilities right. more liberally because they know that they have more cushion to, to try to get there, even though it may not be the right play. Yeah, that's why um, I was kind of like allowing him to bluff because I was like he might have been on the diamond draw. I can like let him bluff, mm-hmm. but then I go all in when that's he does. Really good. To see. And you were first to act right on the. I was first to act the yeah. entire time. Because he was yeah. he was on it he was, was on the, the cutoff and the button. Okay. Yeah. I was for some reason in my head thinking blind, but yeah, that's a really good check because it's like all right, you're basically like, yeah, I'm shutting down. I like I know he has it. I like I know I have him beat though. Like I I really yeah. don't think I'm losing to any hand he has. No, like, if he has if he has fives or sevens he's going to raise you yeah for sure most players can't that's one thing i realized most of the lower level players if like they're hitting that they're very seldomly just calling on the flop right they let you know right away or at least on the turn they're they're giving you some sort of inkling that they have you beat yeah um but yeah that so. deuce is actually a beautiful it's like card, the perfect card it's amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah when i when i when you said that i'm like wow this is really good because your hand got yeah, better like and I it counterfeited five, a bunch seven, of yeah. people's range yeah so. so that's awesome. So uh, did he just fold in disgust? No, he showed huh? it. He, sh- he had to show because we were <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But he was like, oh, good hand, you know. But, yeah. like, I'm usually drinking and fun, too, on the table. So, like, people, like, don't even seem to mind losing to me. When See, like- that's what I think. I'm Right now I'm in the middle of this uh, challenge thing where I can't drink right now. I can't until, either. Until March. Uh, I have to go till March, like, 22nd or something, 23rd. And it, suck- it's, it ends up being 75 full days. The problem is, is that... Every time I have drank, though, like, this is no joke. The last time I drank in a tournament, I won the tournament. Yeah. And it's just, like, I need to get back to that. So yes. I'm, as soon as the, that last weekend in March, I think mm-hmm. there's a uh, 
Jacksonville has a run good like a 1200 oh, nice. probably just gonna go up there fire the whole thing and win just yeah. throw back a bunch of them and win well yeah so I, I think just i just need to mine. get that's i think part of my problem too is i need to like just unwind a little bit and just be like relax well yeah i mean yeah it's weird like i feel like i, I don't know it's just some of the stuff is unavoidable that i've that had happened well i'm terrified because i just stopped drinking a couple days ago and i mm-hmm. have two months that i can't drink two months wow. two months did so, you make a bet no, oh. it's for this weird diet thing I'm doing. Yeah. But anyways, like I can't drink for two months and I'm like, I did these two practice tournaments and I'm just getting like the worst beats of my life. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's because like I'm a strong believer in positive mental imaging. Yeah. I was like, when I'm drinking, I'm having a good time. I'm being yeah, yeah. positive, like whatever. But now I'm just like, I'm in a good mood. It's not like I'm in a bad mood, yeah. but I'm not like my normal talkative, like happy yeah. self. Yeah. So I'm like, am I bringing this on myself? Like, am I getting 90% or, you know, 90 to 10% because... I'm not drinking. Like, is this really No, happening? I agree. I agree with you, actually. Like, people don't realize this, but, like, I, I think it's an undervalued thing, like, positive thinking. And just, if you go into a thing, like, like the thing is, is anytime you play a tournament, the odds are you're not going to win. You're not going to catch. Right. You know, definitely, that's that's just the fact of the matter. But if you go in with that attitude, and there's a lot of players that do, and actually, I'm guilty of this, like, oh, probably going to just fire another one. Like, I cannot do that. So I'm going to just, I'm taking the rest of this week to refresh for Sunday. Yes and have a more more positive outlook that's good um is that the only one do you want to do another that's hand? it that's, that's awesome all i want to do that, yeah that was like a fun it. hand all right so i'm going to start off with this one was featured on the podcast um earlier it was a satellite strategy hand so first of all before we get into this do you play any satellites many or do you have not, a, really. not really okay so obviously uh, you're you know though like you get way less strategy, chips it's different yeah. strategy altogether sometimes yeah. you're having to fold like for sure very strong hands just to eke into the eke into the seat so mine was from here to get into the sunday tournament it was like a 70 dollar one and we were down to like if i remember correctly there was only like 62 players that started so there were six seats plus a little bit of cash to the seventh and we we're down to like 30 ish players i want to say like so it was getting closer and i had Anyway, long story short, is I had 15 big blinds, but at that time, like, that's basically, like, about the average, maybe a little bit under, but there was very, the blinds were escalating to the point where it's just, like, you start having to shove in situations and just accumulate chips. Yeah. So, here's the hand. It, um, I had King-10 offsuit in the small blind. Um, the under-the-gun plus two had just been seated, like, just enters the tournament, like, maybe two hands before this, so I have never seen him play. Yeah. And he just limps in. Okay? And it's, like, a thousand dollars, or a thousand chips is the uh, big blind. So, 500,000. So, I'm in for 500. King 10, I just call. Big blind checks. Do you... You wouldn't... Would you... Same. Do the same? Yeah, okay. Same. Um, I actually thought about, like, just... Um, I would rip it, but, like, I don't know anything about the guy. And you don't know He's yet. probably limping a huge hand, so who knows. But know. anyway, the flop comes 10-3-3 um, three, three with two diamonds. I had the king of diamonds, so it's, like, a good card to have, um, all things considered. Um, and so I ended up leading out. into There's 2,200 in the middle, and I bet, like, I think six or 700, so, like, a third pot bet. Big blind folds. The, the uh, villain just called. Yeah. Turn is a queen of hearts. So now there's two hearts, two diamonds. And I bet again, but I only bet like, I think I bet like a thousand into, what would that be, like 30? So it's like another, it's basically almost the same size bet. And I don't really like, do you think check there instead of bet more into him? No, I, over, I like you the would bet. bet? Okay. Yeah. Um, and he just called again. <laughs> okay. Just like, and I'm like, what the? I, I didn't like, I didn't like it as soon yeah. as he called twice in a row. I'm like, yeah guy has quads <laughs> and uh so anyway <laughs> the river was like a four of spades so no flush comes in and um this is where i think i messed up on the hand so there was what was it uh there was like four thousand no there it would have been about five thousand in the middle yeah. roughly i'm just doing off i can't remember exact but i bet like 1500 is all so another super small bet yeah. and the guy insta raises me to like five i think it was like five thousand forty five like three x is it and it really, to be honest with you, if you, he's putting in, so there's like 10 or 11, almost 11,000 now in the middle. And I only have to call like another 3,000. So I'm getting like three to one. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's where I, ultimately I, I folded. Cause I, I had like, what would I have? I had like 11 or 12 big blinds left. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'll just find a better spot. 
Right. So I fold it not. Honestly, people don't bluff the rivers. Like, generally speaking, if somebody's raising you, you just fold and know that they have something. But I never got to see. That was another thing. Like, you would have probably got yeah. to see it, but yeah. I never got to see. So I think I should have just check called because I think if I check, he bets more like 2,500 or 3, and I'm getting better odds, and I can call and still have 10 bigs right. left, which is, a, a, honestly, it's quite a bit for a, a satellite. So anyway, that was a weird hand. It's weird, um, too, because you put yourself in this spot where, um, like, what I would start second-guessing is, I bet so small in the river, maybe he thinks I'm weak. Like Correct. That's so exactly then you, what I thought, too. You start telling like yourself idiot. this, but, but yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, I'm giving people too much credit. Like, I'm, I'm assuming they're looking at my bet sizes and they're making assumptions. And a lot of players at the level that we're playing just don't yeah, do that. Yeah, that that's what you got to remember, too, is, yeah, you're right. There's <laughs> so few people even care about anything other than... What their what if their drink have. is there at their yes. table or what's in their exact hand? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good point. And this guy, like, he, he didn't seem like he was. I don't know. I'd never really seen him before in here, and he didn't. I don't know. So who knows? He, he probably knows. had quad threes. I, I think he would have showed quad though. threes. So <laughs> he pro- I think I think what he had was like. I honestly, I'm thinking like, since I had the king of diamonds, though, it kind of messes my. But I think he might have had like queen jack of diamonds or hearts or something. Okay. And then like turned a queen Turn, yeah. and then had outs or something to that effect that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking or maybe he just maybe thought just i was wuss and no took i don't my money. So. but um okay so <laughs> i'm gonna talk about this hand from oxford this is let me see if i can pull up the picture of it hold on here i saved it um yeah it's a great memory of mine hold on like print them all out one day yeah like this is a good one okay so i'm gonna make it a little bit yeah a little bit bigger so it can be seen so this is from a deep stack tournament um it is i was on the i was in the small blind the blinds were 400 800 um for and it's weird up up there if you but they have the their, their, their big blind ante is half of the big blind. So oh. you know like how it's normally like four eight eight? It's yeah. four eight four. Okay. So it actually is pretty good if they skip levels like they do because then it it's kind it of washes out. out in the end. Yeah. So the player in the it would be he was actually middle position right here. He mm-hmm. opened to just sixteen hundred, doubled it. And then I was in the small blind and called the deuces. I had my stack was like 29,000, I believe, going to the end, or 28,000, give or take. Um, so I've got, what is that? That's 30 big blinds, right? No, almost almost 40. No. What was the big blind again? Uh, 800. No, 800, 800 is a big blind. Yeah, so, yeah, 800. I've got like 35, 30-ish, 30, 30 to 35 big blinds. Um, and then the big blind called as well. So there was, let's see here, 4,800 plus the, the answer. So 5,200 in the middle of flop comes... Six of spades, deuce of spades, five of diamonds. So I flop bottom set. Now I want to ask you: Are you betting this every time, or are you? Check? Here's here's my thinking. The two players that were in my hand. Just a little background: older gentleman, sixty plus, one sixty plus, one is like seventy plus, and they had been like open limping, like king five off and like ten three, and then and then raising, you know, queens seven x. Yeah. But like you know, just like typical stuff. But then like, and then out of nowhere, the guy had also in the past he had raised like a big raise with Ace Nine suited. So right. like, I just literally don't have any idea what. You know. I mean, what were they doing after that though? Like, so, were they continuation. Yeah, everything? the guy. The guy had always C bet. So like, that's why I ultimately check my yes. initial thought process is I'm 100% going to check raise his hand. Yes. So that's the plan if I check or if I bet. So I check, and it. Um, it actually checks around. The worst thing that can happen. Worst. It checks around. Um, immediately, as soon as that happened, I actually in my head was like, somehow this is going to end badly. <laughs> like, Stop. which which See, is bad. Um, See, that's immediate. I brought on the immediate negative the energy. Negative and guess energy. what? One of my well, we'll tell you at the end. But the turn, <laughs> my opponent. Well, here we go. The turn is a seven of spades. So putting three spades on the board. Um, now at this point, I decide to jump into action since nobody else will bet, um, and I bet. 2,000 into 5,200. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that, I think that's probably pretty good. I don't think you need to bet more because no. if you're beat, you're going to find out about it. So might as well make it as low as possible. Um, and I got called and call, an overcall by the um, 
the original razor so there's six thousand plus so like eleven thousand two hundred uh in the, we'll talk about that at the end eleven thousand two hundred in the middle and the the river is the five of spades a glorious card for yes. me like yay four spades on board and i have a full house um so i led for no sorry i checked Okay. And I even like these. The, okay, these were the type of players that you can get by with, like acting disgusted. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I could never yep. do it against you or like somebody else. Like, oh, god damn it, another spade. Like, yes. check. You know, like, and they will literally take it as like, oh yeah, I'm the best hand. Like, so I literally kind of like shrugged my shoulders a little bit. Literally, mm -hmm. check. Like, kind of hit the table pretty hard. <laughs> Guy bets five thousand, or no, four thousand into eleven thousand two hundred, and then the. Um, under the gun makes it 10,000. So they put 14,000 in plus 11. So there's 25,000 in the middle. And I had, like I said, about a pot size, about 23, I want, or maybe like 22 left at this point. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly. But so I'm thinking to myself, like, and I was spot on on this read. The guy that raised or that overcalled in the turn, he had the ace of spades. I knew that's the only reason he would want to stay in and not raise. So. I had him on the ace of spades, but then my biggest problem was I, I couldn't put the big blind into, like, I was just hoping that he had a spade as well or a flush on the turn. And then, right. so anyway, I jammed all in, and the guy in the big blind tanked for, like, at least a minute. Maybe not quite. A, it, it felt like forever, but maybe it was, like, 45 seconds. Who knows? And he goes, well, I'm all in. I'm like, well, I'm out of this tournament. Like, as soon as he did that, because that guy going all in, you know, and I was, I honestly, I was like, this is gonna be quads, good game. Yeah. And he actually had a straight flush, so he had eight yeah. nine of spades. So the final oh, board again was right. five of diamonds, deuce of spades, six of spades, seven of spades, five of spades. So he turned a gutter ball straight and hit his flush, yeah. but not the straight flush, and then made the straight flush on the river. So it was great. So good. And it was frustrating because it's like the guy. I mean, I, I, I truly don't like to. Great player. I never, I never will berate a player at the table. Like, rarely. Like, once in a blue moon, if it's a guy that's being a jerk back to me, I might throw something at him. But generally speaking, these are guys that you're going to make money off of. So it's like it yeah. is what it is. I just yeah. don't a good game and walked away. Just, but ultimately, like, so frustrated because it's like, so frustrated. It's like a perfect river card. Like, yes. 99 out of 100 times. Like, really, the only thing I could maybe have is like. Am I going to really fold? Like, because you have sixes full or five, sevens full. I mean, it, I guess it is possible. But I don't think I... Yeah, there's nothing you can do there. Nothing you can do? Okay, no, well. So that's how I, I ran on that tournament. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think, though, it's culminating. The, it is. The run that is culminated in that. And then You're next week... It yep. Oh, I'm saving it all for this coming, uh, this coming week. So anyway... Um, Sober Sisters. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the other thing. It's... God, Such... I, a drag. I will, <laughs> if I win, I, if I win, if I come back to drinking and drink and play and win, or even if I get if I get final table, I'll never stop drinking Neither, in my life ever. So yeah. anyway, um, I'll be looking for sponsorships. From <laughs> yeah, every yeah. beer. Oh, and alcohol speaking liquor. of sponsorships, <laughs> yeah. um, this is kind of funny. I like have I think so far in this podcast, you want to hear a funny stat? I think I've had like uh, about a hundred and forty listeners now. Ooh, nice. So I broke over the hundred barrier, and Ooh. honestly, this is just a project of mine that I'm doing just to keep track of my poker if it takes off i hope it does like but anyway i had a person reach out and buy shirts from wisconsin randomly and then um the other thing i have i have some pretty cool news about i'll actually i might hold this i'll, I'll wait we'll talk about one more thing real quick so what turn are you do you play like every weekend you're playing somewhere live right not or really not, not really like i really don't play that much like for the amount of tournaments that i've i've mm -hmm. scored like in the amount of tournaments that i've been winning like i don't play that much but i have been playing a lot more lately just because i do like to practice and i like to try different things yeah and it's hard to try different things at tournaments because you only you get play. in yeah. certain situations at certain times mm -hmm. like a new thing i've been trying is i limp every single small blind versus the big blind Hundred percent, been doing that this yes. uh, for about a year now. Like literally, I uh, I don't know it. if you do. You, have you ever got uh, any stuff off of like tournament poker edge at all? Have you ever listened Not to that other stuff? Not that one. No. I, all I know is like I listened to a strategy segment from one of them, and I've been doing it ever since, and it's been much better than. It's been super ben yeah. beneficial. Like yep. it has just been. It's 
I've doubled up doing that, like, I think four times already, and yeah. I've only been doing it for, like, a month and a half, maybe. That's awesome. Like, yeah. it's been awesome. Like, it's you been do really it, good. Um, does the double ups are they coming at key moments like like when yes, you're that when short you stack it, and you're yeah. trying to get in and then somebody's just overly aggressive well they think they yeah. see it as a sign of weakness yeah. it's very and like i've had queens one time when i did it yeah. and i had a guy shove on me with dead 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 with deuces it's like yeah. come on correct yeah that's and i'm gonna really definitely nice. i i haven't had that opportunity come up yet but i'm definitely gonna be doing that more if i get like a 15 to 25 big blind stack and i'm just kind of dwindling down a little bit and then mm-hmm. people see that I, I'm gonna limp my. I always limp my full range, like this whole year that I've been doing it. But I see your point. Like I really haven't had that. And you limp every single hand. There's only like Correct. a couple hands yeah. that you don't play. Like there's like yeah. it's every hand. Like, yeah, yeah. You can do it with everything. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's. And it's exciting. easy too if you get like if if you're at the lower end of your range and you do it and somebody makes big range, you can just fold. Like, yes, it's you not just a big fold. Deal. It's not a big deal. So, you just lost half yeah. a big blind. Like, yeah. What's that's the big that's deal? funny you say that because like, that's literally what I've been doing too. So yeah, I love hopefully it. you won't be in the big blind and then. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Don't. <laughs> well, I'm uh, in the small blind. Um. So what are your? Are you gonna go to the World Series? You have a. Plan? I do want to go to the World yeah. Series this year. So it's it's convenient because the women's event is right before the main event. Oh, end so, of June? Yes, okay. the end of June, I think the beginning of July. So mm-hmm. the end of June, I, I hope to play the women's event, win that, so then I can just, like, sponsor myself oh, yeah. into the main event. But yeah. who knows? I mean, it probably will go as planned, but yeah. I kept uh, trying to Babe Ruth the one in December, and I did get 10th, so I was proud of myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. But Yeah, that'd be awesome. There's yeah. nothing cooler than, like, last year when i made that deep run it's like the greatest feeling oh, i was i was chip leader with like love it. i was chip leader with 70 left for a bracelet i'm saying like holy shit like <laughs> this is awesome is there anything more fun like no it's just not. nothing like nothing. It's just, i love the feeling of tournaments that's yeah, why i'm yep. so addicted to tournaments right now yep um actually funny thing you say that so i will segment into this now i've talked to caesars and a buddy of mine that has worked for them and so i do a um like I help out an organization called Wounded Warrior Umpire Academy because mm-hmm. I used to be a professional umpire, so I, I've been allowed to come out and help them at times. So I'm going to be donating a seat to a veteran that's in part of the organization, and what we're going to do is we're going to have a local tournament for just them, and then whoever wins that tournament gets to go out there. And so awesome. we haven't we haven't got final word yet back from Caesars, but like it's looking like because last year when I was out there, they they put up a veteran for two nights and his airfare mm-hmm. and the tournament buy-in like they paid for everything this awesome. year, i'm willing to pay with buy-in because it's just i like to give like that's one charity that i really help out a lot so i'm just like crossing my fingers that they'll actually come through but i was told that they would get back they would get back to me here in the next week or two so hopefully i can announce awesome. more that's but that's great. that's the plan so yeah. yeah and it's like and it also gives me another i'm going june 11th through like the 15th my dad has never been out to the world series so he's gonna go with me this time around great and then um but it gives me an excuse to tell my wife like hey i've got to go i've got to go back again <laughs> so sorry it's for charity you know like and i get That's to play like two more tournaments so. the cool thing about having a, a better my better half also is in a poker mm-hmm. so he like totally understands and we yeah. do it together and it's great she so. my wife is very supportive she like likes to she likes that i play cards well i shouldn't say let me rephrase that she is supportive about it, but she doesn't like. She's just like the type of person that's like hates tournaments. Like she's like, you have to sit there for hours. And then why don't you just go play a cash game? And yeah. but she doesn't get the the. There's so much strategy, and it's so much easier. And I mean, tournaments. There's so much softer in terms, even compared to a cash game. Yeah. You've got a, you got a lot of weaker players that you can take advantage of. Um, all right, let me see if there's. So a couple things upcoming. So. The 100K guarantee will be this Sunday. Yeah. And then is that, do you know, is it 11 or 12? I didn't even look. Is it 11 or 12 o'clock start? Do you know? 11 o'clock. 11, 11 okay. 10. 11, yeah. 10. So if you want to come out and play, come on with it. Let's go. Um, and then do you know, by the way, do you know Nathan Lee? I know, you know him, Okay. Yes. Did you know him before when you were dealing yes. or just now? Before or when I dealt and everything. Okay. Yes. A character. So, How yeah. can you not know him? Oh, my gosh. He's... <laughs> Have you heard the story about, so he got fifth in the tournament with you. Oh, right. Yeah. Did you yeah. hear how he even got there? Did you hear about the 10 no. and 6 hand? No. So I'm going to I'm gonna have him on next week. Like, so we're meeting up at, like, since it starts at 11, I'm going to have to tell him to get here about 9.30. So we're going to meet up and do similar type of interview with him. And um, he told me that, so there was a guy that 
opened on the cutoff. You better not blow a story. You gotta like get people to come in next oh, time. Oh, no, I, no, I want to <laughs> tell you this because you're gonna just like, what a luck box for getting there. Yeah. And you can tell him that. No, but I mean, he just like, he's on the button and ripped 10-6 all in because he knew he could get folds from the guy, yeah. these guys that were in before. And the big blind woke up with queens and flops a queen and he runs runner runner straight to even oh, exist amazing. in the tournament yeah it must be it must be nice to do that but um yeah but we've all <laughs> done it a time or two um let me see if there's anything else okay i'm gonna just plug real quick uh garen at easylivingpoker.com or my other email rakenit since 86 at gmail.com if you want to send hands in i have a buddy from back home that's uh very good he crushes global he's one twenty to thirty k a year off that site for three or four years now, so he's going to send me some uh, hands moving forward. And then, just so you know, like hats, I gave Tammy a hat, t-shirts. I'm out. I'm waiting for a next, so I'll get you one. Uh, more on the way. And then this coming week, I'm working with a buddy of mine to get like the online link up and running. So, did you want to plug any of your oh, or have- shout outs to anybody or anything like that? Yeah, so, sure. I have an idea that I haven't really started, like it's in the works, but it's called um, Live to Stack Poker. And I want to have like just some kind of avenue, like maybe an Instagram or something where people mm-hmm. can show their stacks. Cause I'm always taking pictures of my big stacks and I love mm-hmm. to show them to people, but like, I feel goofy just like texting my individual friends. Like, yeah, so, yeah, I know. yeah. so now I'm going to start an Instagram where you can just like put your stack on there whenever you want. And, I like it. Yeah. It's and it'll awesome. be fun. So. Yeah, except for me, I'd have to build a stack to get the You have to, yeah, yeah, you have, have to build to a stack first, chips, though. It'll, it'll give you some motivation. Yeah. But, that's a great... And then we could have, like, blown stacks. Like, you have a giant stack, yeah, then you good. blow it. That's another good one, yeah. I have some cash. really good ones from the World Series last summer. Gosh, mm-hmm. I, every time I see those, I just, like, wish I was back in that moment. Yeah. I can't tell you how... I my mean, phone you get is it, full of them. I think I have more pictures of stacks than my kids now. I don't know, maybe. I'm just kidding. No, I know. There's a... What's it, like, the chip uh chip porn or whatever like guys all that stuff like there if you look on instagram there's like crazy ones like there was a this is like a long time ago i can't believe i remember this there was a guy in a one three game that had the buy max buy-in at this place was just the 300 you couldn't table stake it yeah and it was during a circuit this guy had built up a stack to almost seven thousand off of one three game and i mean and then they finally they came over to him while i'm sitting down next to him and oh but this will blow your mind too i built my stack to almost three one of the highest stacks i've ever built in a one three game ever and i can't remember i i like rivered trips and made like a big bet like a 200 chip bet and this guy ripped his whole stack in and i had to fold trips and i was he showed me and it was the right fold but it was like really hard like it was like yeah no flush no, and he had uh he had a full house so i made the right wow. fold but anyway Crazy. um all right so did you and then were you gonna do like hats and stuff come up or shirts yeah, and I'm stuff like do, that like I mean, shirts and okay. things like that like i say a lot of silly things when i'm playing too like i think that's part of my like deal when i'm playing <laughs> So I'm gonna try to put my like silly sayings on shirts so that everybody can say them. I like it, yeah. yeah. I um, my you can't steal this, and what? nobody out there can I steal won't. this. But like, my T-shirt, like my name's Garen. Guarantees. Guarantees. You know, like ah. there you go. Like, it's pretty cheesy, <laughs> it's huh? Right? Really good. My mom is like, "Silver, you need to start this company." I'm like, yes. uh, uh, maybe Guarantees. one day. Um. So yeah, like an online online link will be coming, and then um, anything else? Any more shoutouts? No. That's no? It. Nothing to the significant other. Oh, I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to play easy next time I'm at his right? table he so he doesn't kill me. Though. He's the I best. Gotcha. All yeah. right, y'all. Um, well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And seriously, good luck. Hopefully, thank you, you too. Hopefully, we're not at the same table till the final table. That would be till the final table. Ideal. Yeah. But ideal. It'll be fun. And if you knock me out, you can come back on and tell me how Stop big of a fish it. I am. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll leave it at that. And then. Uh, Remember to just uh, keep on easy living.